Hello and welcome to episode three of the Passion with Purpose show, a video podcast about life, passion, and everything in between when it comes to being a leader and living out a passion with purpose daily. I'm your host, Steve Mezzacapa, and I'm excited to bring this episode to you. So we're doing something a little bit different in this episode and this week. We're going to tap into what I call the Passion with Purpose archives, and I'm going to share a video with you that I actually recorded a couple years ago um, that's entitled Don't Follow Your Passion. And I share it intentionally now because this idea and theme of not following your passion is probably one of the core themes of my book, Passion with Purpose, The Fire Within. Um, and as I mentioned in previous episodes, I would love to give you a free part one from my book of Passion with Purpose that focuses more on this idea of how not following your passion could actually lead to a more fulfilling life. So if you do want to get it and check it out, you can go to passionwithpurpose.org forward slash fulfillment. So do want to give you a little bit of an intro to the video I want to share with you. Again, big theme here. Don't follow your passion, but do life with passion and build life with passion. In this episode, you're going to learn about who we are as human beings, how we have a spirit, how we have a soul, and how we have a body, and how in between our physical self and our spiritual self is our soul, which gives us our animation of life, how we see the world, how we perceive the world, how we interact with relationships with others, and how things can either build up passion within ourselves or tear it down. So I'm excited for you to check out this episode. Let me know what you think. Enjoy. Hey everyone, Steve here. Welcome back to my channel. In this video, we're going to be talking about why you shouldn't follow your passion, but instead you should do life with passion. How often in your life have you heard the phrase, follow your passion, do what you love? I know I've heard that most of my life and it's something I really try to embody and always do. But then life got real and I experienced a life ain't always sunshine or rainbows and it can be pretty challenging like I'm sure many of you are aware. But this is what I really wanna talk about. I would love to redefine how we really conceptualize the word passion and what it means to you, what it means to me and why looking at it in different ones could be really powerful for, for, for you and I. So. Let's look at the word passion itself. And if you Google the word passion and the etymology of it, and I'll link it in the description below, you'll kind of, you'll, you'll, you'll uncover a pretty interesting story on the word passion, how it came to be. So when you look at the word passion, it actually comes from the Latin word passio, which means suffering, right? And in the Greek, it comes from, it originates in, in pathos, which, which, which is an expression of suffering also, but also feeling and emotion and, and desire. So. Where I, I bring that up because I, I want to start by redefining passion as something that's an experience and not simply something that you find or something that you do, but it's an experience. It's how you do something. So we're going to table up that and hold that thought for a second because we're going to come back to passion, how it comes together. So when we look at an experience, right, we're looking at passion as something we're experienced. Let's bring it to our own lives. How do we experience the outside world? Yes, we physically interact with people. We talk to people. We play sports with people. We work with people. There's a physical exchange happening, but there's also an internal exchange, an exchange within our emotions, our thoughts, our feelings, our desires. That's truly where we experience life. And if you think about the passion of Christ and Christ's crucifixion, how often is it referred to as the passion of the Christ, right? We, we talk so much about the physical suffering of, of Jesus that we forget about the internal suffering that he went through emotionally. The fear, the, like the, the pain of rejection. Think about it. He came into a world to save it and then he was put to death. He wanted to help people and the people he wanted to help put him to death. So he was experiencing deep loneliness, deep rejection, internal pains, 
right? And just and 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 that story brings. I want to you know talk about who we are as human beings and how we're comprised and you know and us being made in God's image. And in that, we're comprised of not simply a mind and a body, not simply a spirit, mind and a body, but a spirit, a soul, and a body. And I think it's important to to be clear and intentional in using the word soul instead of mind because there's a difference. The mind is just but one third of the human soul. You see, the soul is comprised of three faculties: the faculty of intellect, the faculty of emotion, and the faculty of will. Now let's break that down a little more because they're a little bigger words, not used as much. So the way I like to remember the organs, as you will, of the soul, the spirit spiritual soul, is thoughts, feelings, choices. So intellect kind of being used with, with your thoughts, emotions, your feelings, and again, your will, your choices. So thoughts, feelings, choices. Again, that's internally to us. And that's how really how we experience the world. But think about when you build a relationship with someone, you're working, you're engaged in an activity, you're thinking about it. And when you're thinking about it, there's a feeling that's associated with it that's ultimately leading towards making a decision to do something. So when we experience life internally and life with the outside world, we're experiencing it within our soul. It's, a, it's an experience. There's great suffering that happens internally in us, but there's also great joy and great excitement. And that's where, where passion comes in. That's why I love to, to instead of you know, defining the word passion as something you love to do or an activity, but that experience, that experience of suffering or that experience of being intentionally involved and present in the activity that you're doing. Which brings me back to the whole point of this video of don't follow your passion, but do life with passion. You want to do life with passion because you want to bring your intellect, your emotion, and your will to the game and on the field and what you're called to do. Think about it. If God's called you to go do something that you don't feel equipped for, you're nervous, you're fearful, you're not excited about it, right? You have that calling, but you have culture saying, follow your passion. So if God's called you to do something that you might not be so excited about initially or something that's really challenging, would you do it? You see, when we follow our passion, sometimes... Again, the world's not meant to be all sunshine or rainbow. Sometimes we need to go do the things that we might not feel ready for or the things we might not enjoy because it's part of a bigger purpose and part of a bigger plan, right? Because who we are as beings, but, you know, we're not our own God. We, we, God is our God. We are not God. God is our God. And he's called us to do things. And that's where our purpose and our destiny lies in relationship with God. And because it's in that relationship with God that we can uncover our purpose and our mission set forth for us you know, before we were even born, that God has laid out for us to do. So when we discern a calling from God, it's different from following passion. You don't even really want to follow passion. You don't want to follow your soul because your soul is misleading. You know, or think, think about it for a second. Are your thoughts always perfect and right? Are they always pure? Think about your emotions. How many times have you been in this situation where you felt something and it was just completely wrong? And that's okay. We're all human beings. We make those mistakes all the time. But that's why it's important to be spirit-led and not soul-led or passion-led as, as you will. Right? It's important to discern a calling from God and then do it with passion. And I say it's important to do things with passion because there's energy there. right? And you want to align your passion with what God's called you to do. right? Because when you align your passion to do what God's called you to do, you're aligning your thoughts, your feelings, and choices. right? Think of, it, think of like a fire now and a flame just kind of burning. And your thoughts, your feelings, choices kind of kicking in all cylinders. kind of like an engine. right? Working according to what God's called you to do. I think it's so important to understand, again, I'm probably being repetitive here, is passion is an experience and an engine and a living, breathing thing within you than something you just go find or something you just go enjoy to do. I think you really limit the power of that word, right? Because again, what are you going to do, even if you are doing something you love, but you, you're encountered with a life challenge or a life obstacle or, or some type of adversity in your life? Again, 
it'd be great if we could control all, you know, all the things that happen in life, but we don't. We don't really have control of what happens to us, but we have control of how we respond to life situations and life adversity. And namely, we have control of how we, how we respond. And when we respond, we respond with our thoughts, feelings, and choices. We're responding with how we shepherd our passion. But we need to understand that we're not the best shepherds for our souls, but God is. And that's where, and I'm gonna say this video for another time, but that's when it comes and you wanna feed your passion with things of the spirit versus things of the temporal natural world, right? But again, this is what I wanna leave you with. Don't follow your passion, but do life with passion. You see, because when you understand that passion is this thing to be living and breathing inside of you, comprised of thoughts, feelings, and choices, think about how powerful it is when you're intentional about doing something that God's called you to do. Again, life isn't easy. We're not always gonna do the things we love to do, but sometimes it's not about us and it's not about what we wanna do, but it's what God has called us to do for his glory, but also the service of other people. So I challenge you to look at passion. That's something to be enjoyed, but kind of a suffering. I think it's a great opportunity to somewhat partake in what Christ has done for us. So I'm gonna leave you an odd question here, but instead of following your passion, how are you gonna suffer for the benefit of other people?